0: Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we have another best of episode 10 Top Secret Ways to Pay Off Your Debt. I don't know about you, but I have certainly been in and out of debt, and in and out of debt, and in and out of debt for most of my adult life. It's been actually, honestly, a little bit of a struggle for me, which is kind of why I feel so passionate about talking about this subject with you. But it really wasn't until um, you know I started to become a, a financial planner that I really understood the strategy behind paying off debt. Now, I'm really honest with you all the time on the podcast that there's just going to be some times in your life where you're just going to have some debt and where paying it off is just, it's not going to be feasible or it's not going to work or you're going to have to go back in debt. But if you come back to the strategy, if you come back to some of these 10 top secret ways to pay off debt, you're going to be able to get kind of back on track, right? And you're going to be able to make progress even faster than ever before. So I hope you enjoy this best of episode, 10 top secret ways to pay off your debt. Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. You know, I get asked all the time about should I pay off my debt? Should I save money? And there's no one right answer. But what I want to do is give you some tips about how you should be thinking about paying off your debt because debt sucks, right? I mean, let's be honest. Nobody likes debt. I mean, there's a million articles out there about people who have paid off their debt, paid off their mortgage debt, their student loan debt, their credit card debt. And, you know, I always say like kudos to those people because you really had to commit to paying off your debt and you had to make some tough choices like I'm going to skip happy hour or maybe we're not going to go on our European vacation this year or whatever it may be. There's usually like a tough choice attached to paying off debt, but you don't always need to pay off debt to be smart financially. So I know that may seem super counterintuitive, but let's go through some some of these. All right, number one, what's your score? So you got to know your credit score and why this is important to paying off your debt is because if your credit score is not as stellar as it needs to be, you're going to end up paying a lot more money for that debt. So what you should focus on really first is increasing your credit score. What you're aiming for is a score that is 740 plus. And it can be difficult to get there. There's kind of five key factors to your credit score Um, But the number one, 35% of your credit score is literally just paying your bills on time. So if this is something that's hard for you, put your bills on auto pay. Don't even think about it. But the worst thing that can happen to you is that you have a 30, 60, or 90 day late on your credit report. It tanks your credit score and it takes just a while for your credit score to get back up. Now, if this happens one time, like one 30 day late, it's not that big of a deal. But if this happens consecutively and you're having trouble paying your, your bills on time, it's really going to impact your credit score. So there are lots of ways that you can actually boost your score, but the first thing you got to start with is what is my score? Where am I at? Credit Karma has an awesome app for free, creditkarma.com. You can sign up for free and you can actually track your credit score. So you can see like when it goes up, when it goes down, all sorts of things like that, but you got to know where you're starting from. Once you know where you're starting from, then we can work on lots of different ways to like jack it through the roof. I've got a ton of podcasts, so make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and go in there and go ahead and listen to all of the ones on credit score, some awesome tips for you in there, lots of ways for you to just really boost the score. Okay, so you know your score, right? That's step number one number two is you got to know your numbers. And if I was going to tell you like any super secret ingredient to actually mastering your budget and kind of, you know, becoming this like Zen master of your money, it's knowing your numbers. And this is the step that like everyone overlooks. Every single person overlooks this step. And I guess that's probably a good thing because maybe that's why you need me. Uh, that's probably why I have a job, but, um, What I talk about in knowing your numbers, what this means is you should be able to tell me how much money you spent last month on eating out, groceries, shopping, travel, you name it, right? You should be able to tell me those numbers. And my guess is you probably can't. It's probably literally just a guess. Um, So there are lots of ways that you can save money and you can achieve your financial goals Right now, with exactly how much money you have in your bank account. In fact, I promise you, there is hidden savings in your bank account right now. It is just lurking there. It is like waiting for you to find it. But the problem is most people don't want to spend the time to find it. And that's what's so frustrating is if you actually knew how easy this was to save money and pay off debt and uh, be on a budget, you'd probably like kick yourself like, why didn't I do this sooner? So knowing your numbers, what I want you to do is I want you to print off the last month's bank statement, whatever your most recent bank, bank statement is. It doesn't matter. Don't get fixated on that. Just print it off. What I want you to do is go through your whole entire bank statement and categorize every single cent that you spent money on. It needs to go in a category. Again, eating out, shopping, travel, uh, utilities, ATM, Uber fees, subscriptions, everything needs to go into its own category. Once you put it in a category, I want you to add up all of the expenses in the category. And then I want you to take a look at what you spent, right? Like really take a look at it and go like, oh man, I thought I spent more here. I'm actually doing good in this category or like, oh What usually happens is there's one or two categories where it just all goes awry, right? So like you think you're spending $100 a month on eating out and you're really spending like 500 or whatever it may be. That's kind of the most common category that kind of goes haywire, but just take a look at what you're spending. So you're you're starting to have just some awareness over where you're spending money and you can start creating some goals and some payoff strategies around that, right? That's super empowering. That is going to give you like, it's like putting on, um, you know, your cape. That's kind of like what I equated to, right? Like you're going to turn into a superhero once you know your numbers. Once you know your numbers, then number three, you can master your budget. And I teach budgeting a little bit differently. Everybody teaches you budgeting, like, right, you have one column, you fill out your budget, um, you know, it's it's done, right? You go through the month. At the end of the month, you're supposed to have 500 bucks left. You're $100 in the hole. You got to borrow it from your savings, and then you start over the next month. It doesn't work, right? <laughs> it falls apart every single time, and that's because it's not the best way to learn how to budget. What I want to show you how to do is create what I call a two-column system, So your first column is what I think I spent. That's your budgeting, right? So you're looking forward in the month. The second column is what I actually spent. This is where all that information from knowing your numbers from your bank statement gets plugged in every single month at the end of the month, right? Then you compare the two categories and you start to realize like, oh, okay, here's maybe a a category I need to create a goal around. I need to create some sort of boundary around this. um, And you start to be able to get a system in place. Also, if you're struggling with budgeting and you love technology, there are some awesome apps out there. One of my favorites is called You Need a Budget. Great app. There's an app version and there's a desktop version, but it's a really great way to help you visually budget and kind of stay on task each month. If you're married um, or have a significant other and you guys manage your money together, You can both use this. You can both use the app and it's going to automatically sync up with every single thing that you're spending and show you where you're at. So it's great for that. All right, number four, you got to choose which way you're going to pay off your debt. And there's two different ways. I want you to just remember high or low, right? So you can pick one of these two ways. It doesn't matter which one you choose, but you got to stick with whatever you choose. So the first way is paying off the highest interest. So literally what you do is you look out on all your debt. You find the debt with the highest interest rate, right? When you choose that one, you're going to pay the minimum payments on all of your other debts, right? You're going to drive any extra money you have onto this highest interest rate, card or loan or whatever it may be. Once that puppy's paid off, then you're going to take that whole amount of money that you were paying on that one, roll it into your next highest interest, right? You're going to keep paying it off, paying it off, paying off. The second way uses the same strategy, but instead you're looking for the lowest debt. So you're finding the one with the lowest balance and you're starting with that one. Same system. You pay the minimum payments on all the other ones and you just knock it out. I tend to be a fan of the lowest debt first Just because psychologically, like once you start paying off debt, you get super motivated and you wanna keep going, right? It turns into like this awesome challenge. Sometimes the highest interest rate one is also like the biggest balance. And so it's just gonna take you a really long time to pay that puppy off. But you can't go wrong with either method, you just have to choose one. All right, number five, put your payments on auto pay. Don't leave it up to you. to know when to pay these things, right? We have awesome technology now. We can put everything on auto pay. The only thing that you got to be aware of is, you know, you got to just make sure you have cash, obviously, in your bank account. But set all this stuff on auto pay so you can just knock it out. Number six, negotiate everything. I'm a huge proponent of negotiating. Um, I've got a ton of podcasts on it, so make sure that you check some of those out. But listen, I negotiate for everything, Your rent deposit, your monthly rent, hotels when I travel, Airbnb rentals, cable bill, phone bill, Uh, when I'm buying a car, I negotiate everything. And it's not like slimy negotiation, right? Like it's not where um, you feel dirty, but it's like true solid negotiation because at the end of the day, if you save yourself money, that's just more cash that you've got to put towards your goals paying off debt, saving money, like whatever it is that you want to achieve, the more cash, the better. And the beauty of negotiation is you don't have to make any extra money, right? So we're not talking about you having to like go out and get an extra job or anything like that. It's just about using a few skills um, and doing what lots of people do. I mean, you talk to any like multi-millionaire, they're going to tell you that they negotiate everything, right? Um, because they understand the power of negotiation, Number seven, this is probably like one of the most important things to paying off debt, is what I call the plus minus 6% rule. So my philosophy is if you focus on paying off all your debt, that's amazing. You're debt-free, but you have no cash, right? You've not invested. Your money's not growing. You have no emergency fund. You've not. You've just paid off your debt. I like more of a balance. So the plus minus 6% rule says that if whatever loans or credit card debt or anything you have that's above 6%, pay that off. Just get rid of that debt. It's doing you no good. But interest rates right now are so incredibly low and likely going to stay low for quite a while, that if you have any loans or debt that is under 6%, it just may not be a bad idea to just keep paying that monthly payment and use any extra cash you got to knock out the highest interest debt. Plus, Also, invest, um, you know, invest in your 401k, your IRA, your Roth, whatever it may be, and build a cash savings for yourself. Number eight, reward yourself, like reasonably. (laughs) Again, I'm not talking about like going out and buying yourself a new car unless you need one, Um, but reward yourself, like give yourself a treat for paying off debt, for sticking with your budget, for doing all sorts of positive money things. Maybe it's like you want to, you know, take yourself to a movie or, um, you know, out to happy hour for a dinner or maybe you love ice cream. You want to go get, you know, some ice cream, whatever it may be, but build in some sort of reward because it's going to help motivate you to keep going and paying off the debt. Number nine, use your credit card like a debit card. This is one of my favorite sayings. I'm a huge fan of credit cards, of reward credit cards. Not a huge fan of debt, all right? So what I mean by use your credit card as a debit card, charge everything that you pay for during a month on a credit card that has some sort of rewards or cash back, get something for the money that that you're spending. I've been to Europe about five times in the past three, four years. I've never paid for an airfare over there for myself and my husband. And it's literally because we use our credit card like a debit card pay it off each month, right? So interest rate does not matter, but we're banking all of these amazing points. And one of my most favorite credit cards right now is the Chase Sapphire Preferred Card. Love this card. Um, When you spend, I believe it's $4,000 now in the first three months, you get 50,000 points and that's enough for one free airfare just for signing up. Um, It's a Awesome, awesome card. There are tons of cards like that. Um, you can go to sites like CreditCards.com and check out all the different cards. And it does depend on your credit score. So we're going back to like number one, right? The better your credit score, the better rewards travel cards you can get. So, and just another reason to just you know jack your credit score through the roof. Number ten tip is what I call the twenty-four hour rule. And what I mean by this is like, if you're thinking of making a big purchase, like something, you know, over a hundred some odd dollars, so something, you know, that will impact your budget, give yourself 24 hours. If after 24 hours, you're like, nope, I need it. (laughs) Gotta have it. All right, if you budget for it, like go out and buy it. But after 24 hours, if you're like, ah, I don't know if I need this. I don't know if I need to spend the money. Then don't spend the money, but give your time like a, Give yourself, I should say, like a cooling off period, right? Like a time where you can like think, okay, is this smart? Because we're all impulsive, right? Everything is so fast. We use social media all the time. Like we want instant gratification. But instant gratification usually leads to debt, right? It leads to credit card debt and all sorts of other debt. So if you can just give yourself a little bit of a pad where you just kind of like have some time to think reasonably about something. It's still going to be there in 24 hours, all right? But it gives you some sort of space to think about this. So these are just 10 uh, top secret ways that I talk about paying off debt. Again, subscribe to the podcast. Um, I do lots of episodes every week about all sorts of different topics, money, lifestyle, travel, um, all sorts of cool things. And so there's going to be just lots of ways for you to participate and expand your brain. Like I say, Um, You can always go on our website, yourmillennialmoney.com. In the contact section, you can fill out if you have any questions that you want me to ask on the podcast, just feel free to type that in. And I do a listener question podcast every month, so I will be sure and get to your question. Um, I've got all sorts of cool resources, so just make sure you head over to yourmillennialmoney.com Head over to the start here page and, um, you know, you can plug into all sorts of different things to videos, to articles, to podcasts, to courses, you know, whatever floats your boat, I've got something there for you. And I'm just giving you a high five for listening to this podcast, for engaging, for wanting to know about your money and for starting, you know, your journey, because I really want you to achieve everything that you want to achieve. And my goal is just to give you the tools to get you there.